You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Because I sure haven't seen that. And so the reason that this number has got to where it is is because of all of these talking points and the situation and the matchup that's why we are where we are. That's not giving anybody an edge on this game. What I think needs to be talked about more and what is the most important within this is what is the Eagles defensive front going to be able to generate against Brock Purdy? Because we have seen Brock Purdy perform at an MVP level this season. The exceptions to that this year, as well as last year during the playoff run, were when he was facing pressure up the middle in his face. And his numbers, when he is facing that, fall off of a cliff. And this is the weakest offensive line that the 49ers have had in the Shanahan tenure. And this is an old line that has not faced a test like what they're going to face with the Eagles in that front seven that Philly has on defense. The Eagles can win this game off of the play of their defensive line generating pressure up the middle. If they can do that, the Eagles are very live to win this game. If the Niners are able to get out, get that early lead, and negate a lot of that, well, San Francisco has the chance to just wear down this Eagles defense, that yep. rightfully so, yep. has been out there for so long. But I got to, at three, guys, I got to look to the Eagles. There's, I, I, I just could not lay that number with the Niners yeah, on the road. I, I don't think you can lay three. I mean, if you if, if you want to, you know, I mean, you can still find some two and a halfs, you know, with a lot of vig there. And, and that, to me, would be my last stop on, on San Francisco, if, if I even liked them. Um, but now with Lane Johnson saying he's going to play, now with Dallas Goddard potentially returning, you know, at some point, I mean, I was on him against Kansas City, as you know. You know, I I, I I can't ignore what the smart people tell me and what they the Eagles do week in and week out, you know. And I know that, that San Francisco has been rolling teams, and they are certainly deserving, I think, of, you know, the, the number here in some, in some way, shape, or form. But I, I think you're asking a lot. I think you're asking a lot of this group right now to, 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 to go in there, as you mentioned. And, and look, the, Philly could revert. I mean, that happens all the time in the NFL. But I've been thinking that primetime – uh, unders are going to regress, and it never happens, you know. So I, I'm I'm done trying to do it. I'm tr- I'm done trying to catch the falling knife, Adam. Sure. Think about this. Here's something interesting to think about. November 12th. What are we today? November 29th. Let's go back. Was that 17 days? My math is fuzzy. We're almost we're too deep in the season. 17 days. November 12th. The 49ers closed a three point favorite on the road in Jacksonville against the Jags. Wow. And now they're three-point favorites on the road in Philly? Yeah. Like, in what world are the Eagles and Jags being treated the same price-wise? Yeah. And I know things have changed a little bit. And, last there, and there's weeks, some situational, but, as you mentioned, there's some, subject, there's some subjective, right, uh, into this number. 
En- enormous. And I just, uh, to me, it's gone too far. Uh, that's, it's just, this is a, a crazy number. Um, all right, there's some news today. Uh, curious just how you could, how, if at all, you can attack this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, practice window opened. Is this just, uh, you know, for, for your Jets, is this just one last hit of social media dopamine for Aaron Rodgers before this thing closes without him returning? What's going on here? It's a, it's a miracle of modern medicine, but it's not a miracle <laughs> that is enough to fix the Jets' offense at this point. Um, I don't know. I mean... His expectations were that he was going to come back week 16. We're in week 13. He's not playing anytime soon. And the caveat that he put on that was that the Jets had to be competitive within the playoff picture. Personally, I think that he did it as a way to spark potentially the locker room and to sort of keep the Jets competitive because it's been like an all-out effort from the Jets coaching staff to try keep things alive on that defense, just to give it a chance. And so when he did this a couple of weeks ago, the Jets were still four and three, and it was like, okay, if they can just kind of split down the road in the schedule, it's something to play towards. You get them back, you make the playoff run. Now the Jets are four and seven. They're done. They're not going to get up exactly. getting in the playoffs. Even it's not happening. And I think that this is now just kind of Rogers sticking to that word, so to speak, not to look like it was all fabricated and just be the guy that recovered quickly. But if, again, I think it was just motivational. Now it's, the Jets are done. Yeah, I, I would not, uh, there's no way I would entertain this. Um, are the Falcons live at this over that we we have? I mean, over eight and a half, is this thing, is this thing live or are they just going to, they're going to let us down? It's never died. It's been live since okay, day one. Okay, well, it, 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 felt, it felt like it was it, dead two weeks ago. the trials and tribulations of backing the Atlanta Falcons. And, and, Desmond, and Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Yes, exactly right. So you feel it like is, it's, it you feel like good about it. It is like driving a 1998 Honda Civic <laughs> from Memphis, Tennessee to California <laughs> on the West Coast. You got to go through the Rockies. You got to go through the heat in Texas. You go through it all, but eventually you get there on the end, and you're like, boy, I'm glad we made it. But that is... That's what we're sitting that's with. A, the that's, a, that's a great and, analogy because that's how it feels. Because this this thing, had, I felt like we lost it, you know, at, uh, around Dallas. I really did. I felt like this thing wasn't going to make it out of Texas, but somehow, some way. And then it's crazy. You look at the schedule, and I I, I can't even say I'd rule out ten, Adam. I mean, with I mean, it's that bad. This schedule is that bad for them. It's so bad. Uh, it, I mean, the, the car's rattling. The the air conditioner's broken. The windows aren't rolling down, but you're just holding steady, trying to get to the finish line. That's uh, that is unbelievable, Adam. Man, great stuff as always. Thank Appreciate you, the insight, and we'll do it again soon. Thanks, man. Thanks very much, guys. Enjoy week thirteen. Yep, yes, we'll sir. Talk to you next week. He is Adam Chernoff from Right Angle Sports. Yeah, man. I mean, it has been quite the journey with that ticket. It's now they're now what are they a game under five hundred? Five and six. Five and six, and they've got the Panthers. They've got a Saints again. They've got the Bucks. They've got the Bears. I mean, there's a path. You know, they got the Jets this weekend with Tim Boyle. You know, there is a path to nine. We got to win this weekend for sure against the Jets on the road, which is not going to be easy. Well, you know, Ritter's going to turn it over and trying to win. hundred percent. Bijan. That, that should Keep just simple, be the man. yeah. The offensive game plan as much Bijan as possible. Yeah, I don't know why it would be anything other than him because that's where they're going to have. Oh, Ritter will give it away. Yeah.
So, anyway, thanks to Adam Turnoff for joining us. Norton Hurd, the fourth, is going to join us at 125. Talk to him about Memphis basketball, uh, some recruiting, all that and more. Stick around. Jason and Jeff. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On Detroit FM, ESPN. It was a good night for uh, Memphis basketball last night. And the reason why I say that is because uh, a couple of opponents uh, got some much-needed victories, or at least one team did, uh, in Clemson. Clemson, who was coming up on the Tigers' schedule, got a win uh, against Alabama on the road at Alabama. Yep. And that means that Clemson is going to be ranked on Monday. Um, Alabama got to fall out of the top 25, obviously, on Monday. Uh, but, yes, Clemson is undefeated on the year, and you will host them uh, on December the 16th. They got they got Pittsburgh on December 3rd. They got South Carolina on the 6th. Be- and that's before the rankings. That's a quad one that's opportunity, true. That's though. That's true, yeah. But there is, they do have to play one more before the rankings. Good, good point. If they got smacked like Memphis did against Villanova, yeah, they maybe, they might, they, maybe they might not jump in. But I think what you're seeing. But it's going to be a quality yes. game. Yeah, Memphis. like Clemson is, is is a good team with P.J. Hall there. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are. Yeah, P.J. Hall had 21-8 and eight last night. The Syracuse transfer, Joseph Gerrard, had 16 that's a good Clemson team that's going to be coming in here. That's going to be a game that's better than people probably expected mm-hmm. when it was scheduled. I, myself included. I didn't think it was going to be that great of a game, but it clearly is. Uh, it could be, you know, two ranked teams, two top 25 teams. Uh, so you have that result last night. Uh, Kentucky hosting Miami, previously undefeated Miami. and Blew the doors off them, folks. Buddy. I mean, that was as impressive as it gets in college basketball. 95-73. Uh, to 73. 53 points in the second half by Kentucky, uh, led by freshman guard, not DJ Wagner, Reed Shepard, 21 points, five rebounds, four assists from him. Uh, he, I, I, I didn't, I didn't realize he was a freshman when I was watching him. You know? Oh yeah, way he plays. I, he just looks like a he looks like a like a mature sophomore. You know what I mean? Like he makes good decisions. He takes good shots. Uh, he happens to make more than he misses. Um, I don't know. I think there's actually, you know, when 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 Kentucky gets a little healthier and gets some of their bigs back, you kind of think, hey, 
this this Cal team could actually make some noise. You know, that's kind of what I came away thinking because DJ Wagner hasn't even really played well yet. He had a couple good ones against, you know, inferior teams. Mm -hmm. But we know what that position requires. I mean, it's going to take some time, you know, especially a freshman, you know. Antonio Reeves came back. He had 18 last night. I mean, I'm just saying, we, we, you know, the instinct is always sort of be skeptical of Kentucky teams, and rightfully so most of the time. I think we're going to look up, and Kentucky could win the SEC. I think they're going to be in that mix. I mean, I know that's probably Looked not Looked like it bold. last night, yes. Yeah. Uh, them, Tennessee. Uh, I mean, I think I, I, I removed Arkansas. I liked Arkansas, removing them from the equation. Already? Yeah, Tremont Mark's not playing, you know. Yeah, but that's just now. It looks like he's gonna be okay. Yeah, I hope so. I just I was not impressed with them this past this week. Well, no, yeah, they were they were disappointed. Yeah, uh, I think they can bounce back. They don't know exactly when he's going to return. Uh, he will, but uh, it, it will probably not be in time for the game tonight uh, against Duke, who I expect. I mean, I know it's at Bud Walton, but I just expect them to blow the doors off Arkansas there. Uh, you mentioned the Kentucky Miami game. That that one doesn't necessarily. Main thing for Memphis, but back to things that that did. Missouri's win, yes, uh, mattered because they beat Pittsburgh. That Pittsburgh team that Clemson's about to play. Yep. And here's why it mattered because Missouri, we know after losing to Jackson State, it dropped back to the 90s. You were hoping at one that that would be a quad one victory for the Tigers going up there doing what you did. Well, beating that Pittsburgh team that at the time was a you know, 50-ish over at Ken Palm, has moved them back up to 79. Absolutely. And for that to be a quad one, they've got to be top 75 net. And so, again, Missouri has put itself in a position where hopefully Dennis Gates, who we love, can get – and remember, you're going to get in the SEC. You're going to get opportunities against ranked teams. I got a feeling, you know, they're, they're going to get a couple of those. And, again, that, that, that one could yep. come back and be, be what you hoped it was, which was a quad one victory over a top 75 team. I think that could, that could probably happen. Um, there was one oh, – oh, I mean Ole Miss getting that win. Ole Miss. Yep. That, that's important. NC State. Again, for Memphis, because Ole Miss goes out of the one, comes out of the 120s, 130s, up to the 90s uh, with that win that they got over NC State. And, oh, by the way, uh, they also got some good news, obviously, on the uh, uh, waiver request for Musa Sise, who yep. we mentioned uh, the Tigers could very well see on Saturday. They're still waiting on one more, right, the Georgetown kid. Okay. Uh, the yep. transfer, was it Murray or something like, um, like that? But they got Brakefield now. They got Musa. They got the Jamarian Sharp kid. So they can go two seven-footers on you. don't know if you'll see them on the court at the same time. Yep. Uh, but that Ole Miss team uh, impressed enough and now is you know undefeated uh, before uh, before bringing uh, Memphis in there on Saturday. Yes. That's good. That's it, good for your – it, it is. That they're winning. It absolutely is a huge development. And they get Musa, which I'm surprised because I thought we thought – Exactly. You know, right. Even the Athletic wrote that – Oklahoma Those second State time transfers, that, yeah. Oklahoma State, you know, weren't going to get. Man, dude, it feels like they improved everybody but DeAndre. Yeah. Just to be honest with you. Because he wasn't a two time transfer. If he'd have been a two time transfer, he might have had a got chance. It. Yeah. It seems kind of nuts. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brandon Murray is the other guy they're yeah. waiting on Ole Miss. If they get him, I mean, they got, they got, they got Jamarian Sharp and Musa, both of them seven feet. Isn't Jamarian like seven four or something? Yeah. He's seven five. What if Chris Beard deployed them both? Oh, he's going to. But, the, again, the good news for Memphis is that all they do is shoot threes anyway. I don't so. feel like – oh, man. Does Jordan Brown look right to you? No. Besides the fact that it does you know, fit. You're Memphis right. high tempo, he's more of a half-court guy. I don't know. The, you he know. had one point against Villanova, man. Played nine minutes. So It looked like he would – you know, at times he was struggling to get up and down the floor. Again, I don't I, know I how much – I think he has that, been. Yeah. I think his conditioning I mean, is probably not where it needs to Memphis be. Memphis is basically going to have the work cut out for you. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you this this Ole Miss team we know under Chris Beard, they're going to try to muck it up and make it a you know a defensive game, but they're not coming in here like top 20 
or anything in defense. I think they're a hundred and something in defense. Yeah, you know, they're still figuring things out. Yep. With all these new guys and a new coach and everything else. But believe me, that will be the game plan. And if you can throw two seven footers out there, you can really make some things uh uncomfortable for Memphis. Yep. Might be a game John gonna have to hit him from long range, brother. Oh, it absolutely is gonna be that. You're gonna have to. I mean, you gonna throw is, it into Jordan Brown against the, you know, against these seven footers? I don't know. Nope. I don't think so. But you know, the good news is you have willing participants to shoot the ball, bro. You got you got David Jones. You got you know Javon Quinterly. You got guys that are willing to shoot the three. It's time for Javon to start making some threes. He takes a lot of them. It's time for him to start making some. Hold of on them now, bro. Hold on now. You know I'm right. He's up. I, I love I love Javon it, and look, what he brings, but it's time to start making look, them things, bro. When you got people coming down on you like Seth Davis and Jeff Goodman, talking about this your 14th year in college basketball, right? You've been, you've been through a little something. Yep. Okay? Now, he felt like Jeff really, Jeff had written his story. Yeah, he did. Jeff knew what Javon had been through. You know the whole thing with the FBI and everything? Yeah. Else? The folks got investigated, had to produce bank records. Yep. And there was nothing. In the end, but nobody wrote that story. Jeff knew. He knew the journey. He knew. And you know it, too. Talking about he got to hit some threes. I don't know. No, you're actually right. He does need to hit some threes. I mean, he's shooting but 34%. It's again, not terrible. But. No, it's not. That's what, And he is facilitator. I just need him controlling the game as a, and setting up offense as opposed to you give it to David and you give it to Jaquan. We're just taking turns here going exactly. one-on-one. When Javon is running things, uh, they just seem to be a much better, certainly a much more efficient offense. Uh, that's what they were just taking turns against Villanova. Yeah, it was uh... – they were kind of doing that early against Michigan, too. And the thing was, Ashton finally hit some. You know, but um, anyway, you need this game. Uh, you need to go to Ole Miss, get this this win. Yep. Yeah, some things broke good for the Tigers yeah. uh, schedule-wise yesterday. You, the other teams, you, your opponents on I mean, the schedule. I mean, look, you can, you, can, uh, you can pad your stats a little bit here. You can get your seating better. You know, you can continue to uh, make a good case. Lenardi had just a seven this week. Yeah, I mean that's obviously the best so seed te- they've ever been. Technically, it's you know it's it's working. You're getting out of the eight nine yeah, at least. Yeah, if you, yeah. you know. I mean get to a six. Yeah, and get let let Arkansas get back to top fifty. So that's a yeah. quad one. Mizzou get back in the top exactly. seventy five. So that's a quad one. And again, you can start talking about six and maybe even higher again. Yep. Uh, but you got to take care of business on the court too. Uh, they need to rebound from that loss to Villanova against Ole Miss. Yep. All right, we'll come back. Norton Heard, the four is going to join us, talk to him about all of this college basketball go around the country and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I just heard. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. FM, yes, me. Norton Hurt, the fourth, is a team that program director and coach. You need to know is the Black Coaches Association All Circuit selection. What he did in coach as coach this year of Team Thad on the EYBL circuit. We're grateful to have him join us every Wednesday. We like it when he's in studio. We prefer that over phone, uh, but we'll take him any way we can get him. We love his basketball insight. He's got players all over the country performing at high levels, uh, including here, Jaquan Walton, one of his former players, now starring for the Tigers. Uh, Cam Jones up at Marquette. Uh, they are ranked. Heard, how are you doing, dude? It feel like it's been a couple of weeks. I'm doing good. The holidays over and just getting back to normal, but everything been just fine. Did you have you gotten a chance to sort of take in this Tigers team now that we've got? You know, we've got a pretty good sample size now, sitting at five and one, just outside the AP top twenty-five finishes, runner-up in the battle for Atlantis. What did you think, Heard? Just a uh, you know your your bird's eye view of what you got from the Tigers. Was it about what you expected, or did you uh, had you expected more? No, it was more than I expected. It was more than I expected. Uh, I think that's a top-20 team. I, don't, I, I see some of the rankings are kind of still fringing them some due to the point that Villanova, uh, the loss was so bad or yep. whatever. But I wouldn't let – if I'm people, I wouldn't get that deep into the loss – because that happens sometimes, and the team not as bad as that loss. Look, I think that was two hot teams that Villanova just started off hotter than them in that game. But I think Memphis is still close to that level. Yeah, like, I mean, isn't that a kind of win? I, I, I don't know. Watching it, I don't have any evidence to back this up, but I, just watching it, it felt like if this game happened in February or March, it, it, it's different. You know, like it, this team, as experienced as it may be, it still has a lot to learn about each other, you know, and it's it, it's a lot easier. It feels like to, you know, to to figure out where you are and aren't, you know, in terms of needing to work on and where you are in your development when you when you do take it out like that. I mean, obviously it's fun to win, but sometimes you have to sort of go through a little bit of adversity to to find out about yourself, don't you? Hurt. No, I agree with that, John. You never want to go through a twenty thirty piece of adversity. That's true. Yeah, you do need you losses. To continue this, and we went through the same thing as um, we was five and zero, and ran into a team that hit six threes, kind of ran us out the gym. That we was much better then. Uh, I think you really the Villanova loss don't concern me at all. I uh-huh. think Memphis in a great place. I think David Jones is all world. Uh, I think even Jaquan was good, but he didn't play his greatest there. I think the stuff that the point guard does can be better. I like they bigs. I, I mean, I like a lot about Memphis. I think. Where I see Memphis' true test, the Villanova don't concern me. I think the true test is this Saturday because I watched Ole Miss last night and, uh, you know, my kid Morel and all them, and they play really, really hard. And Chris Beard makes teams play really hard. 
So I think this Saturday shows me more than the Villanova game. I'm still very confident at the Villanova game. You know, they just got Musa uh, eligible too, her to add to Jamarian Sharp, Chris Beard down there. I saw that. I saw that. So that's why I say this. And it's at Ole Miss. They're thriving for a win. So I think if they go in there and handle Ole Miss this weekend, and, and, and I know some people don't think Mississippi basketball, this and that, that's a huge atmosphere down there. Uh, hold on, are they playing at Ole Miss this weekend? Yeah, it's down there. Yeah, so if they're playing at Ole Miss, that's a huge atmosphere. They're going to come out, sell out. A lot of, lot of really good transfers Ole Miss have this year. Even some Memphis was trying to get. So this weekend, I think, shows a lot. Her, her, we know what Memphis does well. We know how much talent is there. We've been through that with you. And, and this team is shooting the ball well from 3%, 37%. It's come down a little bit. They have been up around 40 um, There's a lot that, that to like about this team, obviously. I, I'm just curious as a coach how you would attack this and what's, become, what's, what's clearly a weakness for this team, and that's the defensive glass. So knowing what we do about the roster, right, and you know who you got. You just went mm-hmm. through it. How you like the bigs, you like the wings, everything else. If you know that you're, you know, right now Memphis is 312th in the country in terms of uh, defensive rebound, in terms of allowing opponents to rebound their misses, uh, they're getting killed on the glass. How do you sort of attack that? Is that something you're hitting every day in practice? Uh, do you throw a new look at it, knowing what you do about this roster? Is it just a deal where you got to charge the bigs with doing better? What would you do as a head coach and you know you've got a rebounding issue and yet you know you can't change your roster, it is as is? Uh, a little bit of everything you just said, Jason. It's really a, a, point, of interest, a point of reference of the kids got to get in their mind because I'm going to be real with you. When you got the athletes Memphis got and the size Memphis got, you can't be 300. Did you just say 312 or did I hear you wrong? Three, no, 312th in the country, bro. Stop. Okay, so yep. you, you can't be 312 on accident. So that's just them having to uh, make sure they understand what it is now and, and take it serious. Of course, you get on it in practice. You have rebounding drills. You put the pad to the back. You go back more old school. But at the end of the day, that's just a mentality. You got to find your man when the ball go up in there. That been going on since the 40s all the way up to now. Put your butt on somebody. Go get and, and be aggressive, just like you're on offense, just like you're catching alley hoops on offense, just like you're dunking on people. I tell my kids in my practice, anybody that can dunk, I don't want to hear nothing about you can't rebound because you get mighty hype when it's time to dunk. Mm. It's the same intensity, the same passion you have to have to put your butt on somebody and go everybody can't run out. Sometimes you, I've had teams that everybody run out too much and they leave the ball there. No, nobody breaks until you get three. So little small stuff like that. I, I clearly don't think they will stay in the 300s. <laughs> I mean, that sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, the three, no, you're right. I think you're right. I mean, that's that's holding accountable. You can't be 312 out of 362 with the athletes and the bigs that you got. I'm with them. No. Yeah. No, there's, there's, there's well, I remember I remember having a discussion with Joey Dorsey back when he was with the Raptors. He was, they were in town. This was many years ago. And I, and I was talking to him one-on-one at, at his locker. And we were talking about sort of like the fact that, you know, he didn't really have much of an offensive game. He didn't have much of an offensive bag. But he was a great rebounder, and he told me that day, like you can get here if you have something that you're, ex- uh, you know, like, that you excel at. And rebounding is the reason why I'm here because I can rebound enough to make me one of the best, you know. But they don't have bigs like him. Oh, I know they don't have a big like Joey Dorsey. I'm just saying, yeah. like to the to the point about rebounding generally, that even hurt like when he's co- like they don't want to do that. Kids don't want to do that. Guys don't want to do that because it's not going to get you on a you know Instagram reel. It's not going to get you on mm-hmm. TikTok. Like oh man, look at the way that dude rebound. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like nobody. That's not what happens. But it is still a real skill that can get you paid. You know, sure. and it's like you know, how do you how do you get that across? For Memphis, it's a problem. 
for Memphis, it's not about like you know getting paid. It's about like can you guys you know clean the damn glass or not? But it is mm. it, it it is. It, it, I think I I wonder hurt if it's something that you know that starts in the grassroots like fun, like fundamentals. You can't skip the fundamentals, man. The fundamentals still gets you bread. Exactly. You you have to. I agree with it. Start middle school, high school, grassroots on up to college. But I just think it's an accountability thing. Uh, John, you correct. It don't get you on Instagram. It don't get you more love. It don't get you more girls. But let me tell you what it does get you on team fan. It gets you on the bench. So if you're not doing this, you're not going to get there you playing go. time. Right? Yeah, you can't so get no girls if you're on the bench, bro. <laughs> so, I mean, that's now, just a fact. I'm not saying Kenny's strategy. I'm just saying with me, you have to re- – I think this team can do it. I, I really do. I just think they got to pay attention. And I think – if you're talking about it, I'm talking about it. I know the world. First of all, all Pen- Coach Penny Hardaway has to do is walk in there and tell a real player that we 319th in the country. I mean, it's actually making me mad hearing that. Yeah. Real players are ready to step up to the challenge on that. I mean, that's just a that's an effort thing. That's a that's a man thing. And so, now now Grant, I will say this too. Another thing about Villanova, Villanova and Big East teams are some of the toughest material teams in the country. Yep. So the teams they're about to be playing are not going to be. So I think that number will go up dramatically, you know, as they continue to play, you know, like some ACC, some SEC, you know. There are the Big East. I mean, people be talking about this Power 5 mess, and I've been saying this on the show for years about Memphis and the Big East. I feel like Big East is really a Power 7 because you got the Big East, you got the Mountain West, you got – like the Big East is the real deal. Oh, yeah. They is real grown men in the Big East. I don't know when people are going to get it. Yep. I mean, it's something that UConn and Villanova and Marquette are doing, but this is real big-time basketball. So I think the next 10-game stretch, I think they would at least be somewhere – in the top 200. I mean, and I don't even know if that's a great thing, but I think they would be back. Yeah, where you got to come be. off the bottom. What? How about Ashton, Coach? And uh, Ashton Hardaway comes off the bench and against Michigan goes, what, five of seven from three, scores 17 points. You know, a freshman in a big spot. And, you again, in that game, in the first half at least, you know, you had your David Jones, Jaquan, they weren't shooting it all well, so it really was at a timely moment. He had some big shots down the street. Were you super familiar with, uh, with his game beforehand, and just what do you think of, of Ashton Hardaway, the player, and what he brings to the table? He certainly can shoot it, Coach. I'm super familiar with Ashton. Uh, he is a big-time shooter that is really big. The funny thing about it is I was just talking to a guy from Texas before the game where a few days, and he was telling me, you know, he was a little down on Ashton. He didn't think he would be – he should be high major. Should, I said, I don't know. Because it, you do have people that in our league that was, was a little down. But I'm like, no, when he we played them, he hit some timely threes for them to win against us. And I watched him that second half of the EYB when he left the one team and went to the hoops. He has that in him. And, and shooting is a premium with his height and he's being so young. And, I te- of course, I text the Michigan game to the coach and the but. I, I, I'm an Ashton fan as far as, like, especially when Jaquan leaves next year. Yeah. I think he is a big-time shooter. I think he deserves to play on this level. I think he's a high-major player. Uh, I don't want to start nothing in the family, but he might become Kenny most productive son as a whole college career the way he just started out so early if this is a trend. So I like Ashton. I do. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's exactly like you don't have to worry about him transferring. Obviously, right? <laughs> I mean, like to me, he's the perfect guy. Who I, I I said this yesterday. I think you could look up in in two years and and he's a junior and he could be like an all conference type guy. You and scoring, yeah, like that's 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 because he's not going to your point. He ain't going anywhere. That's what you got to do in college basketball. You got to have children that you can recruit. 
that you don't have to worry about NIL and transfer portal with. Jawan's got one up there, don't he? Yeah, he's got, yeah. He's, he's hurt. He had one. Back from he had yeah, Jet right, went right. to the league last year. He's yeah, got yeah. Jace up there now. Right. You know what I'm saying, Hurt? All you got to do is have kids. Keelan Lawson <laughs> was the first, bro. He he was the OG. Not the first. He was the OG. Okay. You may not have to agree, but I'm just saying, like, if I was a coach. I, I, oh, hold on, hold on. I didn't say something. Okay, you just sounded or lukewarm on it. I, I'm listening. That's what you do when you have a conversation with okay. people. I'm listening till you get done. Okay. I'm saying, okay, like I have said about everything else. Okay. I don't know. What are you talking about, John? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Know. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> yeah. I, if, hey, I, I, I invite all. Yeah. I see him. I know what he does. <laughs> I invite all agreements, disagreements, whatever the case may be, but have children as a college basketball coach. Let me ask you this, Hurd, a little, little NBA question for you. How much How much heat should Taylor Jenkins be under for the 3-13 and 13 record? Uh, no heat. I don't know if I know me. We all follow each other on social media. I was able to go to the game the other day. Uh, you know, one of my young boys, Anthony L, was setting me up good. Spent oh the weekend goodness. with him. Are you and, name uh, dropping? Okay, our name well, dropping. It was, a good, it was go, a good one. That's quality. I wasn't name go drop. name drop to you. Had to tell us you was talking to Joey Dorsey at his locker room. Right. Didn't know all <laughs> I was that. doing an interview with Dorsey, all and we were talking about rebounding. To, all you had to do is say he told you that's how he rebounded. You had to, and I was in backstage. Right exactly. Locker, he cried you are so right, Herb. Okay. <laughs> you put the beer in his face, Herb. Hey, y'all set the tone for the. So I'm not 92.9. Y'all set the tone I follow as I come on the ladder. Okay, right. all right, fair enough. <laughs> so, so I said, let's get back to Taylor Jenkins. So, no, I don't I don't really feel like he should get huge blame. I'm not standing as a coach, but I think sometimes we just look at the point that's Jai out, and I'm, now Jai's going to make a huge difference. But it's not just Jai. It's the Dylan kid. When Jai was out in the regular season, Tyus Jones did a lot to keep us at one and two. You got Brandon Clark. You got Big Adams out. Yep. I mean, if you take four, five, six people from a person roster, I mean, I'm going to say this. You're exactly right. When he's doing great, I don't think y'all should give him as much credit as y'all do, but I also don't think he should get his worst credit, okay? You, you, you're going to win with good players at times, and he had good players, you know what I'm saying? I think if John Morant came around with some of the older coaches we had, they, they would have been better too, you know what I mean? And so – uh, so, no, it, that team is depleted. Like, when I was at the game the other day, Marcus Smart wasn't even playing. So I'm not knocking what I'm about to say. It was a little guy on the court that even some of the Timberwolves, and I think this should be motivation for him, there's no disrespect, they asked me after the game because I was at their locker room, who was the guy? <laughs> You're talking about Gilliard, man, the Timberwolves asking who was Gilliard? Jacob no, Gilliard? some of the players. I, right. I'm, I'm not being funny. You're saying the you Timberwolves are asking who the little guy is for the Grizzlies that they didn't know. And I'm sure he had to be on the Sky Report, but they was just like, Damn. that's not like Memphis. Like, right. we usually come here and be crunk. The, the fan, this and that, it'd be a great atmosphere. We enjoy it. They was just like, this was, it was pretty easy. I think they was up 20, 30, a lot of guys. You know what I mean? And so uh -huh. I'm just saying that the coach, when you coach, you do get yourself, and this is about wins and losses. But I think as a right now, Fairly, he has a whole. He doesn't have enough good NBA yep. players that's currently playing right now. That's true NBA players. I'm I, just gonna be real. I, I I agree with you. He's missing five of his top eight. Uh, I, so I'm with you on that. Where I where I part from you is I'm very uncomfortable with you riding that Minnesota uh, team bus to the to the airport like you did with Anthony. It sounds like you all in with the Timberwolves right now, bro. <laughs> no, yep. no. Yep. Yeah, that, he's a great. Yeah, that's my young boy. Ah, oh, he's a stud. Her. <laughs> 15 and 16, you know what I'm saying? I have relationships the night before. You know, I'm real cool with the Booker family. So it was just a yeah. good weekend uh, and stuff like that. But I'm a diehard Memphis. Yeah, no, it was cool. I was uh, I was kicking it with uh, Kevin Durant, 
uh, like last week, we were chilling, and uh, he was like, "You want to come to the game?" I'm like, nah, it'd be a bad look for me if I came and sat in Kevin Durant's seats as a Memphian, you know. So I had to say, "Thanks, but no thanks, KD. Good luck to you the rest of the season, though." <laughs> so you know what I mean. And then Luca hit me up on Instagram. Y'all like, dropping them names. I was like, "Luca, good luck, brother. That haircut, though. What we doing, bro? Man, that thing is a mess." You know, but that's what friends do. They can be honest with each other. You know what I mean? So, uh, hey, Herd, you're the best, man. Appreciate, appreciate you, the time Thank as always. He is Norton Herd, the fourth. Uh, I like he almost had something else to say. I, I think he did, but well, the world will never know. You know, it, it, one last bar potentially. Who's, if he had been in studio, we'd have caught that. That's exactly right. And we tell him that every week, you know. he's. You could tell he's traveling. I think I yeah. heard the, yeah. the airport. Was that Anthony Edwards in the background? Sound like Anthony Edwards went straight from talking to him about how dead it was and who was Jacob Gilliard to the press because that's what he said yeah, in the story yes, about how yes, dead yes, the exactly. FedEx Forum was. Exactly. How, what's it, what, are, what is his connection to Anthony Edwards? I guess just the on the EYBL scene or something. Okay. Because right. yeah, he never he never hooped for Team Thad. But, right. You know, you get close with those other dudes. Right. He's I, close with Trey and Trey. I feel like Anthony more. Edwards like definitely is like he, I feel like he's just like our, our cousin. You know, like I feel like he just gets Memphis. You know, what I'm saying like where's he? he's from Atlanta, so it's. Yeah. You know, it's pro- he probably does. He's probably been here several times. Just I remember when Memphis trying to get him, and we were interviewing yeah. him out at Briarcrest. That's right. He was, just, That's right. he was awesome. Just this down to earth kid didn't exactly you know, didn't have any idea what was ahead of him, but seemed ready for it. Yep, yep. Ex- exactly right. Uh, anyway, good stuff from Herd as always. We'll come back, wrap it up. Jason and John, how do you trying to film ESPN? Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law